Welcome to the Plebeian Power Hour with your hosts, Tiffer and Kim. Today we're going to be talking about 2023. Yeah, it this will be our like year. year in review sort of thing. Oh, yes. We're going to be talking about all of the interesting stories, many of which, of course, we rehashed because if they're interesting, we tried to focus in on them already. But we're just going to be brief to the point, talk about some of our biggest and most notable parts of the year and maybe some interesting and maybe even some funny things that happen. Yeah, it's a crazy year. 2023 was depressing. <laughs> Third year in a row. That, yeah. That really is true. Oh, it just never, never ended. So first, why don't you go first? Tell me one of the things that kind of caught your interest of 2023. So my main story of the year was was politics and there's a lot i guess to the story because it it really uh it was one of those years where you're pulled into politics without even trying i think yeah Mm -hmm. and and it's stuff that it's been ongoing for years Mm -hmm. and now there's this big clash and it's just the most bizarre year so to start off with uh the Republicans take control of Congress, and they have trouble putting a speaker in place. So they have like oh, 15 yeah. votes or something it before. Took Kevin McCarthy, like yeah, 15 votes. Yeah, which is the in. most since like the before the Civil War. <laughs> and apparently, there were multiple times before the Civil War where it would take forever, but this was the most. And I, there hadn't been more than like one for like a hundred years since there's been more than one vote required to put a speaker in. It took them like 15. They get, you know, they put Kevin McCarthy in, but they put a rule in saying that any one person can call for him to be outed or whatever. Yeah, and Matt Gates did that. Yeah, so then Matt all Matt Gates, loony Matt Gates. Yeah, so he goes in and like him and like eight Republicans oust McCarthy and they have to put a new speaker in, and it takes them several votes to put a new speaker in. Several weeks to even figure out who should, who people would vote for. And then Kevin McCarthy is like, fine, I'm taking my ball and going home, and he decides that he's quitting I would. Congress at the end <laughs> of the year. Yeah, he's leaving in January. He's not coming back. And that's the least crazy part of the politics of the year. So then you get into, you got all the stuff going on with Trump. Trump is involved in four major major cases plus two big civil cases. Mm -hmm. Six major trials. Like big deal. Unprecedented Mm -hmm. stuff that is, and is it all just a bunch of malarkey? Some of it is definitely malarkey. There's definitely some malarkey Mm -hmm. and there's definitely some the, the thing is, is I just always think with him, this isn't a good guy. You know, like, I could see why people don't like him, but some of the stuff, like, they, they're going after him uh, for having those documents in, in Mar-a-Lago, the top secret yeah. documents. So that's one of the trials, is he's got, like, 32 charges. Of, but then you have to do the same thing with Biden. They won't. I know. But, but it's such a ridiculous thing, because it literally is... You know, he took the files when he had authority, mm-hmm. and then he didn't give them back. And they were like, hey, you should give them back. And he's like, yeah, I will. They're like, no, you should give them back now. He's like, mm, maybe. <laughs> and and all of a sudden, they're just like, all right, fine, we'll come in to get them. And then they charge him. And it was just so 
bizarre to see it happen like that. Yeah. And, and, but that's just one of them. So then he's but that got is pushing him to be more favored by his base. Yeah. Yeah. And so all <laughs> not a, all of a sudden you got the Republican debates going on. So Trump is the highest, you know, mm-hmm. rated. Well, he doesn't even go to the. He debates. doesn't go to the debates. No, because he is so high, and the next person is not even close. And after the first debate, like Trump's numbers went down, and and they were like, you know, he lost a little bit. Like it was seriously, he went from something like fifty-five percent to fifty-three percent. Wow. After the second debate. He was up to like 60%. Whoa. <laughs> and he just keeps going up <laughs> after the next debate. And it's such an odd That's thing. That's because Vivek Ramaswamy got everybody in that first debate. And then by the next one, they're like, I think this guy's crazy. Because he's crazy. There's a lot of... <laughs> and, and it is such a bizarre thing because you got... Uh, like, I think Chris Christie only got in to stop Trump. Like, he doesn't... Yeah. I don't even think he has a platform other than mm-hmm. stop Trump. And then you got DeSantis, who is running as kind of, you know, a a version of Trump almost. I think that DeSantis thinks that he can offer presidential, but he does so badly at these debates. He is horrible to look at. He is so awkward. He had a debate with Gavin Newsom where they talked about Yeah. He did way better at that one. And, and that one's so <laughs> odd, too, because Gavin Newsom isn't even a presidential candidate at the moment. No, and he had they were this doing debate. a state-by-state comparison at who governed their state better. That was what the debate was. And I was like, I, I only watched, like, various clips, 15 minutes worth, and they were conservative-leaning. So give me that. So I thought, oh, you know what? This is a little bit biased. I'll go check the other way. And I checked the one where it made Gavin Newsom, quote-unquote, look good. And I was like, no. The comments were like, Gavin Newsom blew him out of the water. And I was like, no, no, no. I thought they made fun of the poop map. Did you hear about the I, poop I map? I saw the poop map. Where DeSantis pulls out this this map of San Francisco where people have an app where they put down the locations of where human feces are in the street in San Francisco. And to me, I was like, that is one fully covered map. It <laughs> is. So they did, I read an article about the the poop map uh-huh. app thing. There were like 27,000 reported poopings that they uh, that get reported over a year. You guys, this is our life now. This is America. This? Where people poop in the streets. And that's insane. And the way that they decide, they they put out an app so that you can avoid it. By you get the app, and then you know where the poop is, so that you so can, you can avoid, avoid it. And then you the can poop. report the poop for the other people. So when you see a poop, you. Uh, I, oh my gosh! Can you imagine our grandparents who lived in San Francisco, <laughs> being like, you know what? There's so much poop in a hundred years. That's what the future holds for our lives. Is poop filled streets. Because everybody is so insane. That's right. The poop app will be invention of the year 2023 is the, the ability to document where all the, the poops are on the sidewalks. But the people who are in the, the liberal sided, you know, when I'm watching the liberal side of things, they're like, the map was embarrassing. I can't believe he thought that that was going to be good. And I'm like, who in the world defends the poop over the poop map. I was going to say, it's not the map that's embarrassing. Ugh. It's the fact that there's that much poop. That's the embarrassing that's the, thing. so embarrassing. Oh, we have homeless 
people encamped on our streets so thick and everyone just pretends it isn't a big deal like is this shouldn't we tax our people higher so we can give these people free drugs and free money and you're like what what yeah this is upside down land i do not understand it (laughs) and and it is so weird too because like uh, on on the Democratic side in politics is you got Biden running and they don't there is somebody officially running against them on the Democrat side and I I don't even remember their name oh it's the uh, Kennedy isn't it no he Kennedy? dropped out oh, so that was one that I was gonna talk about I is like you got uh, RFK yeah. Jr. Robert Kennedy Jr. who wanted to run on the Democratic ticket and they wouldn't give him a chance. They wouldn't have any debates. They wouldn't do whatever. They just said, hey, we're going with, with Biden. Dean Phillips. That's who's yeah. running against Biden. A jazzy chair would win against Biden. And that's what I can't understand down. is how how do you not – Biden's polling at like 33% right now, I, and they won't even acknowledge. not watch the news. Like they have to not see the frailty of this man because at the very least you might think he's a good guy. You might think that he, you know. Which is a bizarre thing to think, I think. Right. But there's no way in this world that you could look at that man and say he should be in charge of any country on this planet. No way. There's, you shouldn't even put him in charge of the community bake-off. Like, he's not ready to be in charge of anything, let alone a gigantic country as massive. If he were a little younger, he could be a Walmart greeter. But <laughs> but he'd but have to they sit won't in that even acknowledge. <laughs> like there's the, here's this guy who's coming in and he has something oh, like 15, 20%, which if you look on the Republican side as far as the people running against Trump, they're all lower than RFK versus Biden. Yeah. Because Biden is so low, but they still won't give him a t- so he backed out and he's going to run potentially independent and that is going to i i don't know what it's going to do because i've seen all sorts of things saying oh it's going to pull voters from trump because a lot of people who want trump don't it's like they just don't like what we currently have they're not necessarily they understand that trump's got some problems and so here comes another candidate who's saying hey we should change some stuff up and what we have isn't great then a lot of these Trump uh, voters will potentially vote for RFK. So people are saying, no, it'll pull from him. No, it'll pull from Biden. But he's running as an independent and currently polling in the 9 to 20% range. Which is higher than most of the secondary candidates in the Republican yeah. Party. Yeah, and Wait. it'll also be like the <laughs> highest third party ever potentially for a while. since uh, oh, what was that guy in the 90s? I forgot his name. Oh, I know who you're talking about with the ears. The ears. Ross Perot. Ross Perot. That's him. <laughs> I want you to know that my memories of watching the candidates, like the debates back then, I remember loving him. And I remember my dad was like, why? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, ah, he just said, like, whatever it is. I don't know if it is his elfish quality. And I was fairly young, but I was like. I vote for Rospero. <laughs> and my kids, when we watch the debates now, you should hear the stuff my kids say, who they like. And I've got 
one that likes DeSantis a ton, like too much. Like I'm like, you you don't even know politics that much. Why are you like chanting DeSantis and marching around the room? <laughs> like what is happening? Because I am a Nikki Haley fan. So Nikki Haley's gaining steam. Yeah, my husband's a Nikki Haley fan. So she is almost to the point of like overtaking DeSantis as second behind. I thought Trump. she already did. I thought she, I thought she I did. think in some states she mm-hmm. has. I think overall she's still lower, but I think it's the states that are next up on the Republican National Committee mm-hmm. voting thing. I'd and so she's looking like the the second But I really like Nikki Haley. candidate right she now. She just seems smart and like she could think on her feet even though I don't know that I agree with any one candidate 100%. I think then she can think about stuff, whereas I think there are some other candidates on that stage where they're like ironclad locked into whatever they've already said and refuse to change. Like Vivek Ramaswamy, whom I used to like. Yeah. He's crazy. He is pretty crazy. <laughs> I think he he's basically embraced that and just said, this is what I, I'm just going to go full 100% a lot of the on. youth. Because the youth kind of like the hype instead of the content and the quality of the content. And so I think that they enjoy it. But after his last debate where he was just, he was trying to pull a Trump where he's insulting people without any of the backing of what Trump has. And I don't want to say that like I feel like Trump has a lot of backing. But Trump had built a name for himself as being kind of a jerk. And Vivek. Well, he always has a thing. Like, he comes up with names for everybody. You know, Sleepy Joe and Ron the Sanctimonious and whatever (laughs) else. Like, his big thing is just insulting people. And and he's always done that. Yeah. I just, it didn't, it doesn't sit well with me. And Chris Christie's a no, for sure. No offense, Chris Christie, but no. (laughs) But anyway, that was my big thing Mm -hmm. was was politics is all. We have the highest polling, like, third-party candidate, who I really like. But, number one, I, like, his voice, he's got some, I don't know if it's a disease. He's got something weird Is with his throat. RFK? Yeah. Yeah, he And he sounds, he sounds like he always needs a drink of water. Yeah. Is what he sounds like. Mm-hmm. And he's running, and, and I really like RFK Jr. Like, if I had to pick somebody, it'd, it'd be I him. I do, too. Because but, I feel like he leans into the central category. And I can do central. I don't want to do wings anymore. I'm done of it. I'm tired of the division that is in this country. I like, I'm looking for a more central person, which I think Nikki Haley also offers, which is why I think I like her. Yeah, so central. that was my big story of the year is you got Trump who is in just nonstop uh, court you know, procedures until the election. And he's still up there, you know, highest. You got the Republican Party uh, having their Speaker of the House issues, third-party candidates. It's a it's a crazy year, and it's setting us all up for potentially Trump Biden uh, two, which just makes me sad. That, I know. Like, what is this world coming? How, to? how do we? What has it already come to? It's like the poop map of the United States. <laughs> That's right. It's like, why are you picking this? <laughs> Uh, oh. So one of mine that I had for this last year is, I guess it kind of fits into a category like yours did, where it's like stories that were quite big and then ended up being nothing. 
Like, and the one that I actually have first is the Hawaii fire. Oh, yeah. The Hawaii fire, to me, if that had happened on the mainland, and if, let's say, I don't know, it's not a terribly large city, but if it had happened in a small city in California, people would still be talking about it. But this was big. People were displaced. It was huge. When you watch the news, you're not watching any of the fixer-upper stuff that normally comes along with these big catastrophes. But it went in. It went in hard. They had so many conspiracies behind it, and yeah. it disappeared. And I think, why did that disappear? Like, it should have faded and then been revisited, but it disappeared. And I'm like, hey, it makes me it makes me lean more to the blue laser That's right. than it did before. Must have been lasers or else they'd still they'd be talking still be about talking it. About it. They'd want to rush it out of the news. Yeah, and I thought the another one that kind of came and fizzled out. We talked about one, and I can't pull it up in my head right now. But, oh, yes, I actually see it now. But the banking crisis oh, that yeah. happened in March... That was, I was expecting more fallout from that. I was expecting that to continue on in some way, and it didn't. It didn't. It it petered out, and I mm-hmm. wasn't sure what to expect because the stuff I was seeing was was like, well, this isn't the same as the last one. You know, right. like, this isn't the same thing. This was the the but one they big paid bank. Everybody out. So you had First Republic Bank who closed. And in May 1st of 2023, I'm sorry, not First Republic Bank, Signature Bank in March 12th. And then you have Silicon Valley Bank, which was kind of the biggest one on March 10th that it, those two kind of collapsed, obviously, and similar to each other. But then the government, instead of doing their $250,000 bailout for their FDIC-backed stuff, they gave everybody all of their money back. And I remember at the time thinking this is not going to save it i think it'll slow it down but i don't think it's going to save it and it saved it it. it. (laughs) but it it was a little different because the at least with the silicon valley bank the problem was that the interest rates on like treasury bonds and stuff got so good and so Mm. they put all their money in Mm -hmm. to into those you know bonds and then people go to get their money and they're like oh we we don't have our we put it all in 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 all of the things that we're supposed to yeah which is what they're supposed to do because that like it's good money the rules yeah it's good money Um, (laughs) and it was one of the it was the first bank run that was started by social media (laughs) oh man everybody was like can't get my money out this is everyone get your money out and so everybody then tried to get their money out and that what an interesting thing what an interesting thing because i remember in 2008 when banks are failing all over the place and i remember thinking man i i just didn't think this was going to be life i thought we were too yeah. too big for this now like we were too like, smart are, for these this these are 19 you know 30s, 30s problems we we're too smart for this yep and then banks are just dropping out of the sky <laughs> just like failing all over the place and so i kind of thought because of 2008 that we were going to have more of that and it didn't and the last thing i want to talk about that i feel like kind of came up and then sort of fizzled away is the china balloon the, the china balloon. balloon 
I'm to me when that happened and don't get me wrong I have massive amounts of anxiety so I'm not sure that I'm like the best person <laughs> to like rely on what's serious or not but to me that was a huge international deal because you have intentional spying which I think everybody knows everybody spies but because of the tensions that are happening in Taiwan and because of the intentions that that the leadership of the Republic of China is saying, you know, we intend to go to war, we intend this, this. To me, that was a big deal. And then we knew our government lied to us when they're like, we can't find the balloon in the water. I'm like, bull crap. You found the Titanic yeah. at 20 miles below or whatever it is. It's not 20 miles. But I was like, I don't believe you. And they're like, oh, we're just gone. Gone like the Hawaii fires. Yep, that yeah. was that was a story that kind of disappeared, and and right now, like quite honestly, the whole like U.S. China tensions have taken a a step back. Sure, after so, the war. So you, yeah, you got the Israel Palestine conflict, which actually does have some U.S. China uh, batting yes. heads. You know, China's sending ships over mm -hmm. to the Middle East to kind of make sure that. Uh, nobody abuses Palestine, and U.S. is sending them over, you know, on the side of Israel. And It has been so bizarre. I cannot wrap my head around it on both sides. Yeah. Like, I've now gotten to the point where I'm like, I don't even know how I feel about any of this anymore. See, and I'm getting I... to the point, like, I don't, I don't believe anything that the official people are saying. From both sides? From, from both sides. And there's a part of me that is really wondering if this is just... So one of the things that they say with... Like, people need an enemy. Yeah. People need to have... A common enemy. A common enemy. Mm -hmm. And so one of the... You know, other countries are great. You know, uh, Russia is a good example. Is a, you know, we'll, they make it easy to We'll have. throw it out. Uh, Russia's uh, interfering in our elections. Russia's doing this. Yeah. Russia's doing this. Russia... And, and so Russia's been a pretty good enemy. And now we're, we're kind of, oh, China, China. And so we're like, oh, stupid China, whatever. But I honestly think that things, that that if you are in that leadership position and you know that people need that enemy, you can still be friendly with China and be like, hey, we're just using you as a punching bag to help our people. Like, you can use us. That's fine. That's exactly what China does to the United and States. And so, yeah, right. And so China's out there. <laughs> like, the United States is terrible. <laughs> and, you know, and so then they have their united, you know, mm -hmm. enemy. And I think that both the leaders can get together and be like, uh, we got to give the kids something to, you know, yell about. And that'll release tensions. But let's, uh, so part of me thinks that's what's, that's what's really going hey, on. You know my tinfoil hat is that this was all funded by china that that that's my hamas israel in like tinfoil hat theory that they're getting all their money from uh china and yeah because they said they didn't get it from iran yeah and i and even saw something that said that uh iran was mad because they were being they were they were being ignored mm. like they were like why didn't you tell us that you were doing this thing you right. know like because we're supposed to be on your side. <laughs> it's bananas Okay, so I'll tell you, I am, I am, I do believe that Israel tells more of the truth than Hamas does, and I yeah, think by, probably, huh? by a decent degree, I think that this is the 
weirdest war in the world because Israel is also providing the food and support for the people that they're fighting against. So they're bringing in supplies and they are, you know, dropping down the pamphlets that say that they're going to whatever. And you look over at Russia and I'm like, why is no one like punching Russia in the face? They're not giving the Ukrainians food. The United States and all of, you know, NATO and all those countries are giving Ukraine food. But here's Israel who is having to show the world why they're doing what they're doing because Hamas is lying about it and everybody is believing them. Because there was one statistic that really, I don't believe Hamas anyway because I don't think they are a credible group, flat out. But there was one time when they're like, they've killed 10,000 of our citizens. I've talked about this with you before. And they're like, 10,000 and 70% of them are women and children. And Israel's like, we've killed 5,000 of their men. <laughs> I'm like, ah, uh, like, ah, uh, like, these numbers are not matching up, Hamas. And why in the world, if it's accidentally buildings crumbling, are there so many more women and children in these buildings than men? Like, I don't understand you. Like, I think it's just a bunch of crap. And so when people are so solidly believing it, I'm just... I'm like, don't you guys understand that sometimes people lie? Like, you all think Israel's lying. That's what's Why funny. don't you believe this group who has, you know, come in flat out saying that they want to kill this other group? Why can't you believe that they are also lying? See, and it gets to the point that, and there was an article I read, I think we're beyond people even trying to tell the truth anymore. Ugh. And And I... Part of me wonder, like, everybody might even know, like, that they're lying. But you just don't say that they're lying. Like, you just go, oh, no, they're they're not lying. But you have... Because you basically off. picked your side. But Israel has... So, oh, there's... It's so complex because I have my feelings both ways on different matters. But the thing that flabbergasts me is Israel says, hey, you know what? They have this network of tunnels. And everyone's like, oh, please. And they put them in houses, and they're like, oh, please. And then they they have their their people videotape to prove this, Yeah. right? It, you can't, I don't know why they have to prove so hard. Russia didn't have to prove why they went in somewhere. You know, Hamas didn't have to prove why they went in and attacked everybody that first day. Nobody else has to prove it. But for some reason, Israel's like, see this baby's room? Move that crib. There is a thing down into a tunnel. See this gigantic tunnel? It goes from the city center to the wall. So this is their pathway, and it is like a freaking nice tunnel. Yeah. It's all metal and... Well, just... they got cement and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. It, it's impressive. I was like, how'd you build that? And not how'd they not know? How'd they not know you were building this? They might have known. They might have known. But they just barely found it. So if they did know, they would have found it a long time ago. Well, I think there's so much of it. I think they knew there's tunnels, but I don't know. 300 miles. It, it... 300 miles. Yeah, which that is, is crazy like... in like 25 square miles. Yeah. I'm like, how'd you do it? It's like a freaking grid pattern. Like, how'd you do that? That's not a really grid pattern. But I'm just saying you'd have to yep. in order to get that much tunnelage under a city. And, oh, my gosh, what could you have done for your country with that money? What could you have done for your people so, with all that money? 
and, and, it, and I just saw a quote the other day. Uh -huh. It was RFK Jr. talking mm -hmm. to somebody, some news person was uh, trying to grill him on Israel Hamas. And, and he goes and he's saying, look, if you look at how much money people put into, you know, Gaza and given to Gaza, it's something like $8,000 per person you know, in there to provide them aid, which is way more than any other historical, when we helped On Europe after World War On II. planet. Doesn't matter, mm -hmm. like, way more than anything ever in the history. It's like the most per capita, and it doesn't get to the people who need it. No, they have their leadership living in gigantic yeah. mansions in other they, countries. Their leadership, I think, has like $11 billion. Yeah. Dollars, and like, they live somewhere else. And knowing this information, I do not understand. I can understand when people are like, hey, I think Israel's going a little too hard now. I can understand and wrap my head around that. But when they're like, oh, you know what? Hamas just wants this. And I think Hamas, you're looking at people who have, who will kill people yeah. who disagree with them. And so now everyone agrees with them because they don't want to die. <laughs> they're, they're willing to kill children. They're willing to kill, like, there was this interview that I watched that was just, I've seen too much of all this stuff. It's probably too hard on me. But there was a Hamas soldier who was captured on October 7th. And they're interviewing him, the police or the military. But you can only see him in the video. And they're interrogating him. And he's like, yeah. He's like, we were told everybody, we kill everybody. And he's like, we weren't supposed to get hostages. Other people got hostages. He's like, we were just supposed to kill everybody and then go back. And he's talking about how no problem, kids, no problem. Didn't matter. No problem. And he's like, and his dad's, no, the interviewer goes, uh, is this what they teach you in your religion? And he's like, no. And he goes, how would Muhammad feel about this? And he's like, he's like, is this what Muhammad teaches? He goes, no. And then he goes, how w would your dad be proud of you? And he goes, my dad doesn't know that I did this. And I'm like. <laughs> but there's other ones where they are talking. They're like, they had a phone call where somebody is calling their mom and, uh, hey, I killed 11 no. Israelis. And the mom is like, yay, congratulations. Are you kidding me? Nope. And I don't know how you go into this and just, I don't know how you're not totally disgusted by that. Like, I don't know how you say, oh, it's okay if we kill children and everyone's like, I still side with the child killers. Yeah, you know, aren't they so tired of living in this area that they built up for themselves and did very bad at? Like, I just, you, I can't, I don't know. I don't, I don't get know. it either, but it to me it gets to the point where I just think nobody... People are basically just picking a side, and it doesn't matter. No. Like, after that, facts don't matter. Nothing matters. You oh. pick your side, and that's what you... It, like, it really frustrates me. It, I'm frustrated. It, it's so bizarre. Like, There's I can't wrap my head around it. on both sides, but I am... The majority of my frustration comes from the people who are supporting people who are so actively and openly willing to do bad things. And not just in, you know, when when they're like, oh, well, they're tired of being, they never once tried diplomacy. They never once tried to do anything kindly. They never, and I'm like, Yeah, I think what? Hamas was basically put in as kind of the, 
non-diplomatic yeah. side is they had the diplomatic stuff going, and then when Hamas took over, they that was their, we won't years. negotiate. We won't. Yeah, we won't, we won't, we won't. And we're going to blow our people up in your streets, and we're going to do this, and we're going to. And it's it's like, I, ugh, you're just. I can't yeah, even. I I can't I can't figure it out, <laughs> and so it's so bizarre too because like you look at it on the and this is where I say like nobody the truth doesn't even matter. So you look at like Russia goes and they look at uh, what Israel's doing to Gaza, and they're like, oh, I cannot believe that you're going in here and bombing you know Gaza. There's civilians Russia there. Russia said that. Russia said that. Putin said that. They got oh. they got towns in Ukraine that don't <laughs> exist anymore. They, I think of supposedly killed like 85,000 civilians plus in Ukraine and they're like oh I can't believe like this these are war crimes and I'm like you're doing it everybody you saw are. you do the same yes. thing Putin is a war crime he ain't but, enough but it doesn't matter because the people who the, the truth doesn't matter you pick your side and Ugh. then whatever side you're on you say I don't want to pick the side that intentionally kills babies I won't and and people will say, well, that's Israel because they're bombing babies. It's true. That is terrifying. They're bombing. But they started flooding the tunnels. Yeah. And I was like, slow clap. Like I was like, good. Because then the buildings aren't going to fall on all of these people. Yes. But I think of those people who are in Palestine, in the Gaza Strip, and how they are like the dad who the kid's like, my dad doesn't know I'm doing this. Because... That dad, whomever he is, is not part of the the difficulty. He's probably just surviving, right? He yeah. doesn't want his kid there. His kid is embarrassed to tell him he's in there. He's not going to be part of this. And so I'm like, those people, it breaks my heart. My heart is so sad for all of those people and that that is what life is like for them. My heart is so sad. And But when you look at the Palestinians who live in Israel, because there are tons. And they did a man on the street interview with them, and they were like, "Oh, we hate the Gazans." <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we need to segue because I'm getting too emotional. <laughs> anyway, that was of course a big part of 2023. But I think we should lean into the uh, Russian thing and talk about another interesting factoid, where Prigozhin was killed. I mean, his plane accidentally didn't make it. I think that that was another story that I feel like yeah. should have been. So what's his name? Yevgeny Prigozhin, the head of the Wagner Group. Wagner Group. And yes. Yeah, he uh, led that attack, you know, almost a rebellion against Putin, which I don't even which know. Which I thought was fake. It it was kind of fake, you know. Fake. He basically <laughs> takes his uh, mercenary group and starts marching them towards Moscow. Yeah, and then they end up kind of turning around, and then you know, Prigozhin is like, "All right, you know, I'll I'll, I'll leave and whatever." Could he have had his death faked for the other people? Could I still be right and say that this For was, sure. Then I'm going let, to let, let that be the thing. Prigozhin there. I mean, <laughs> I have no idea. Somebody knows. But uh, the only thing, you you have to trust some level of news source. And most of that news source, I think, is going to come from Russia. I think it was an official thing from the Russian right. leadership. But 
do you trust that? You know, like when they say, oh, yeah, Prigozhin is dead. I mean, I believe it, but I don't. There, there's a part of me that's like, if that were, if you know, I, I, I could believe if they were lying. That would yeah. make sense to me. Yes. I, Which is sad because that's where, that's where we're at with so many things where I honestly just think if everybody were lying, that would also make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a and, lot and of I sense. I hate that no, we're not going to know. We're not going to know till long after you and I are dead and our great-grandkids are like, well, they released the documents and it that's says. That's right. Because we're just not going to know. And it's, it's, it is very frustrating to Ooh. me. Speaking of things we're not going to know. Ooh. Aliens. Aliens. What a big deal. This one was the most, to me, this is like the The biggest biggest (laughs) story that wasn't a story. Like, how is this not a story where we have the highest level of intelligence in the United States goes in front of Congress, stands up and says, the United States government has alien craft and alien biologics, and they are hiding it, and, you know, and there I've were talked to so many people. people who have told me so. And and then they also bring in two people who have like, oh yeah, I've seen, you know, craft and you know other things mm-hmm. that cannot be explained. They show some video of things that that nobody can explain, and and everyone's like, oh yeah, next. Yeah. I know. And I'm like, <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> Do you want me to lie more to you and tell you that? The aliens were attacking people. And so, yeah, like, he stands up in front of Congress and he says, these people are, you know, they have billions of dollars. I can tell you exactly how they're getting their funding. They're uh, essentially uh, hidden off from, there's no government control over this. You know, Congress has no control over what these people are doing. You have, you know, the government has no idea the full extent of, this alien thing and the government is like all right cool no big deal yep okay i don't another thing that blows my mind about this is this last week they sent a cat video from 19 million miles or light years i can't remember i should have looked it up away to from space to the earth right so so we got a cat video transferred across we why, when we send all of our stuff out, is it implausible to think that there's other people that might send their stuff in? <laughs> so it's like, I, I, it, it just seems possible. Like, I'm not saying it's probable or anything like that, but I'm saying it's possible. Like, it's we, possible. It, but the weirdest part to oh. me with the whole story, <laughs> this is the most, this is the weird part, is either we have alien technology either that or we have have the highest level of liars standing in front of congress lying to everybody the gigantic capitalized why why would they do this right what because i didn't believe him i was of the party that didn't believe him and i but i was just saying in the world as a whole like if like I would think people would be more open to that than they would have before. But I'm like, why? Why either way? This is a gigantic, capitalized, multiple, like, uh, question marks after, kind of a why, kind of question. And then nobody's asking it. Yeah. I'm like, hey, (laughs) what? 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 (laughs) And it gets even more bizarre, the alien story, because in, like, September... In the 
Mexican Congress oh, yeah. holds a thing, and they bring up a guy, and he says, here's an alien right yep. here, and he produces an alien for the world to see, and it's not really an alien. No, it, it looks terrible. It, it looks like E.T. It, like looks, it, like it e. looks like somebody made... Hip bones flattened. <laughs> yeah, like this is what this is like a elementary school my... kids, yes, you know, paper mache et <laughs> that they made. And it does, it it does appear and, that it is paper mache made, but but they recovered it from this cave in Peru. Well, they had that matching stupid cake next to it, and so that's what <laughs> threw everybody off. Is because they're like, we ate that alien later because they had one real alien. And then they had an exact identical cake. Well, that's not real. That was a fake thing, by the it way. It wasn't a real cake? That's a fake Why thing. Why do I keep thinking this is real? Because <laughs> there was this a big cake the problem with America and with the news. Nobody's honest. But it, it was just so funny because one of I the... I knew one of them was real, at least. So I knew that was bad. One of the, the guys who was at the U.S. hearing also went to the Mexican Congress hearing and was testifying there. And afterwards, he was like... Uh, that was kind of a setback on the whole oh, no. thing. <laughs> but but it really was funny that here you have this guy standing up in front of Mexican Congress with an actual alien, which people are saying was probably, like, most likely put together from, like, animal, you know, pieces and, like, even the body is, Maybe like, it really was plant a and from whatever. A long time ago. Yeah, this really was somebody's elementary school project <laughs> that... You know, project. They found it on the equivalent of what would be like the refrigerator <laughs> door. <laughs> you know, somebody's like, oh, look at this. This is, yes. This must be legit. And somebody was like, oh, my kid made this for me. I'm going to treasure it forever. That's and... right. Thank you. It's you, Mom. Oh. It, but it, <laughs> nothing happened with this whole story. And all of a sudden, we should have had Indiana Jones type people going around trying to figure this out. But no, it just fizzled. The cake obviously threw so many of us off. And then blah, 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 blah. And, and here's the other thing. And this is where I can't tell if the United States government is just, you know, part of the, the circus, if they're just for show. But imagine that somebody stands up in front of Congress. One, You know, this is essentially like one-third the U.S. government, one-third of the power, and says, hey, you guys don't even know what's going on in this country, and there are places, you know, that people with top-level, you know, clearance can just kick you out. You don't even know. We have alien things, and people in Congress are like, we should get to the bottom of that, and then they never do. And then they never do. And nothing happens. And think, he's like, I could tell well, you in this How do these people room. have power? How is this? Okay, maybe this is not one-third, you know, the government. Maybe our Congress has no power, because oh, otherwise... Sure. It makes no sense. And then who's every holding the power? One of the because people... Jazzy Chair Biden's not holding the power. <laughs> hey, Biden, can we try writing aliens? Ooh. Yeah. My dad one time had me ride an alien to craft. <laughs> he saw that Mexican alien. He's like, oh, that guy's looking young and spry. <laughs> okay. But uh, super bizarre story. Super bizarre story. And, and didn't go anywhere. And nothing happens. Like we're so there's so much news, so much whatever that you can't even get a good alien story to get any traction. And I do think that if this was like a distraction campaign by the United States, that they're like, hey, we need them not to look over here. We're gonna we're gonna make them look over here. It failed. 
it felt so hard because <laughs> that's what I thought. I was like, this guy, the one who who was doing the, rush, yeah, he. I did not believe him. He felt like he had all the power in the world to say whatever he wanted, like as if permission. But so he just like was like, hey, I have full permission to say whatever. So spacecraft, actual human, I mean, alien beings, like I just. Uh. And it'll be really interesting to see because I still don't know what's going on. And supposedly the story is not over yet. And there's going to be a release from Grush in the next year where oh, he actually like releases actual Tell information. All. I don't believe it. I don't believe it either. Because I... <laughs> supposedly Congress, you know, so they met in June. And maybe that's not enough time. I don't know. But supposedly Congress was supposed to do something. They sent out letters in September to all these agencies saying, you know, you must give us all your, you know, UFO information or UAPs, they call them now. Okay, why in the world would you keep that a secret anymore? And what know. benefit to the life? I mean, you have people who dress up as horses and get together, and like, you have like the weirdest human beings on this planet now who cannot handle. The fact that alien life exists. Like, who Somebody, can't handle So that? it would be really interesting to see. We practically have alien life would, on this own planet we made ourselves. <laughs> like, I don't, I think we could handle it. But what if they were, what if uh, you, you thought that they were, uh, we'll say bad, and that they were going to come take out the Earth? Then they should have done better than a paper mache skeleton. Like, <laughs> I... I know, make him, make him bigger than like three feet tall. That would help. <laughs> like Dwight says, he's like, we need a good plague. And I'm like, is there some sort of intelligence test that could run on everybody and be like, we want the least ones? And I'm just kidding. But... That, that might be the next big thing is when they come out with the polls, do you, do you believe the alien story? That might be when they're starting to cull the oh herd. Oh my gosh, I'd be such an annoying person to answer that question. <laughs> Well, let me tell you what I think. They're like, get away from All me. Right. <laughs> You're just going in the bad group. <laughs> uh, but I thought, I love the, the alien story. It just blows my mind that. I know. Like, it, it used to be that that was the, you know, only the nut jobs would even yeah. talk about aliens. And now you're standing in front of Congress saying, oh, yeah, there's aliens. We got them. And, yeah, just Gross. a little different. Weird. I just, I just find it weird. Well, my last thing that I have is the AI explosion. Oh. Where the world has shifted in so quickly. And I am old enough that I remember when Google became. And when you had, like, Ask Jeeves and stuff like that. Like, I remember going to the Ask Jeeves website thinking it was the coolest thing because the butler would be like, Hello. Let me tell you. Let me tell you of this answer. And and so I thought, I and the world didn't end. And I remember people were skeptical. I remember the millennial change of the clocks and everyone thought we were going to die then. And I remember 2012 when everyone thought the Mayan calendar meant that we're all going to die. I remember all of these things. So I wasn't terribly worried about AI. But now I'm like, what? The whole world really is changing. Like, all of these jobs are being done by this system. And I'm like, how do you employ people when it they're so, what's the word? 
inefficient? No, but people I mean, are so dumb and slow yes. and lazy compared to AI. Yeah, where you're like, it's more efficient to have this guy do it. So how are you gonna feed yourself? Are you gonna have to learn how to plant yeah. your own vegetables again? Like, and, and I can't make up my mind. I still don't know <laughs> what to expect. You know, expect with AI, but one of the things that blows my mind is back in uh, March, uh, this organization put out this letter saying, you know, emergency, emergency, we need to stop AI progress for six months while we figure out, you know, how to regulate this and how to do whatever. And they put out a thing and it's been signed by like 30,000 scientists, CEOs, and other people saying, yes, we need to. You know, oh, yeah. pause, and we need to have regulations. We need to make sure. Even China has come in to America and said, "We need to figure out this AI stuff." And, and so stuff <laughs> like, like that Whoa. makes me think, because these are people in the industry yeah. that are that are working on AI. Oh, and then did you hear the news story this last week that AI now knows how to to? Uh, oh my gosh, what's the word? Program itself. That so it will change its own. That's code. the big thing that they've been <laughs> talking about forever. Is Which, that when have it, they have they not seen the movies of the 1990s? I know. We all knew this was going to happen. It just happened really, really, really fast. Because when we did this last year, when we did our news article or things of the next year, you brought up AI. Yeah. And it was brand new. It was brand new. And we were like, ooh, and now it's already taken over and can can program itself (laughs) and so they also uh they got it like predicting weather and they said they can put this ai on like a desktop computer and have it predict weather better than our best supercomputing systems right now well it'll even if you put your like your symptoms in and say i have these symptoms it diagnoses you better than a doctor yeah they're they put it in and there was a thing i just read a story uh, the other day, and they're saying they're using AI to treat hypertension because doctors, it, it's way better than doctors. Wow. And so, because they're, it's it's really tricky because, you know, this treatment has this side effect and this and this and this, and so yeah. there's so much to kind of guard against, and the AI doesn't have any problem remembering mm-hmm. anything like that. And the AI can detect things that Humans don't. It would be great for even medication when you take multiple medications. I mean, like, hey, why? what's conflicting here? And because if you take certain types of medications together, you could die. So, I mean, I think there are a lot of wonderful things about AI. I think the thing that just blows my mind is how fast it has yeah. entered in and how it's like, it's gone now. It's it's a it's a and it's everywhere. Boulder rolling down the mountain. Some, I, I saw something that somebody it. was saying. Uh, <laughs> you don't need to pay for you know like one of your AI subscriptions thing. You just go into um, the, the companies that have the uh, instant chat you know sort of thing. Yeah. They're all using AI. Oh yeah. And so you can just go in there and they call it like jailbreaking sort of thing where you make it do things it's not programmed to do. And somebody was using this customer service uh, AI Mm -hmm. to help them program. Oh my God. So they're in there using this, uh, thing that's supposed to, you know, can I help you with your order? And they're like, I need to know how to program this Python thing if I was doing this. And, and it says, you know, like, Oh, I'm not allowed to do that. And then they rephrase it slightly. And then it's like, Oh, I can help you with that. (laughs) 
and all of us and people are saying it's everywhere. And and it is you if you play on it, you will get sucked in. All of a sudden, three hours have gone by, and you're like, oh, my gosh, I did nothing productive, but look at all this cool stuff I made, <laughs> or it made. <laughs> it, it is, yeah. Images, articles, Songs, poems, like they got, songs. so somebody released an AI song in April saying oh, that it was from Drake and The Weeknd, and, and it wasn't. And so all of a sudden, this song is getting all these hits, and and Drake oh, and The Weeknd are like, "That's not a, you know, somebody stole." Isn't that terrifying? <laughs> we'll never be able to trust anything ever again. Not that we had a lot of trust in the first place, but now it's like now you just know you can't trust it. Like, how do you go about the world knowing that everything is fake? You've got filters, you've got liars, you've got made up stuff. I'm like, oh, the yep. world has shifted dramatically and, and what's weird so i watched this video of uh it was sam altman who was big in the ai area and there's a story around him that's kind of bizarre he's part of open ai and he got you know canned oh yeah and then basically all the people at open ai were like you know bring him back or we're leaving too and we're gonna go you know work for microsoft and and so open ai brought him back but he's talking and he's saying that's not the problem the problem isn't the deep fakes and that they, you know, you can't trust anything. Like, we kind of know about that. The problem is uh, nobody knows. It's going to be so good at convincing people in one-on-one -on -one situations, and we don't know how to, nobody knows the antidote for that. Because well, you can tell it, you know, like you can tell people, hey, don't believe, yeah, you know, whatever. But, for example, they've got it making like robocalls sort of thing. So some politicians are using it and they go in and hey i'm and it'll say i'm an ai whatever with this guy do you have time to answer questions and and then it'll try and convince people and people Can are saying feel feelings yeah people are saying like nobody's going to know how to you know counter that because these things are essentially trained to to yes. manipulate to give you mm -hmm. and so they're saying yeah these if you to let you them you they will convince hear. you mm -hmm you know, whatever, because they're really good at that. And nobody knows how to stop well, that part. Well, and if you part. think about the IQ average of humanity, right? You've got a lot of people with a lower level of IQ who are very easily impressed upon by even the most basic of things. You get something that's better than the most complex person convincing them. That is very terrifying. Yeah, and not, not only that, but, like, it can do, it knows everything so then it can categorize you and say oh i know how to handle this personality type i know how to handle, how to handle oh gosh, this personality type he's like hey how do you handle this lady's personality type and it would then die because <laughs> i would be like i don't know malfunction <laughs> it's like, the way i do it is i just turn myself off <laughs> that's right i just go yes dear but, yes dear <laughs> there's been like and the weirdest thing with me with a lot of the ai is they go talk to the, some of the ai like uh i don't know programmers scientists you know whatever and they're like how does it do certain things and they're yeah. like i don't know <laughs> so i saw this recent story that uh they were saying that ai gives st like statistically smaller answers if it thinks the the day of the year is in December, then if it thinks it's May. Why? And the, they, that's the question. And they're theorizing 
that it's because of seasonal affected disorder and <gasps> that it sees that other people give shorter answers in December. <gasps> so that must be a thing. So wow. then it gives shorter answers. And I don't know if there's any truth to that or if there's somebody just making That's that stuff thing, up. Though. So I was going through it and I was using it to help me write an article, right? Just for fun. I was, I was trying to figure it all out, right? But then I have it do this poem for me because I'm amused. And it does this poem for me. And then I was like, no, I, you know, do a different one. Do it longer. Do it. Make it funny. And it was practically the same poem. So I'm like, if everybody starts using AI, then we're, it's almost like you're, you're going into the recycle bin to get your information. And it's just reprocessing that. And it's not actually giving you as new as stuff as you are thinking. So yeah. it's like, I know for a fact, even though I'm making this up. A lot of people put a lot of stupid crap on the internet. So I'm like, how does it know that's dumb information? This is good information. When they're like, oh, should I not eat for seven days in a row? Well, here, you know, like, yep. whose information are they going to out of the recycle bin to give that to me? <laughs> and, and that's what? one of the things that people say the biggest problem with AI is that uh, AI doesn't necessarily know what is yeah. true. So it, it has all this data that it goes through, but the only way that it really knows if something is true is if some human says, yep, that that's mm -hmm. the true bit. You know, that's the thing that's true. Because this was and already so, at issue, because when you add Encyclopedia Britannica, experts are getting that information. Yeah. Then you go to Wikipedia, and rando people are giving that information. Yeah, and, but it gets checked. You it know, there's checked. people who will go, uh -huh. "Oh yeah, this is a lie," or people, you know, like they, there's some checking there. Checking everything, and you've got Sally Sue Sitwater who's like, "Hey, uh, I think the best thing for a runny nose is to stick a lighter up there." Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, Ooh. and the AI goes, "Oh, Sally Sue Sitwater said." <laughs> That's right. This is the, the best lighter cure. nose yeah. is the best option. Like I'm, I ooh, I don't know. Yeah, don't know. it'll be crazy interesting mm -hmm. to see what happens with AI because the analogy that I was thinking was imagine, you know, one or two years after the Wright brothers fly their plane and mm -hmm. people are like, "What are you gonna do with this thing?" They <laughs> flew like two hundred, you know, yards or whatever. Mm -hmm. Thing on the beach and, and walked away, and they can't do a. You know mm. what are you going to do with that? You, you wouldn't be thinking, oh yeah, in, in sixty years we're going to be on the moon. You oh, know, or like, the computer guys in their garage, yeah, who are like making this massive machine sit on someone's desktop, and they do all you know, however many days and hours and whatever work, and all of a sudden they got a program that'll you know, type "Hello World" out on this screen, and we're like, oh my goodness, and the rest oh. of us are like. What are you gonna do with this? this and now so all of a sudden, ridiculous. like nobody could even imagine not having their phone and their computer oh, and the internet and whatever. I I really think that I think while life has changed, I do see a lot of good that will come from this. However, there's also going to be a lot of bad. But I think the world will figure out how to navigate it, just like we did when it came to Google and having yeah. all of your private information now just everywhere like i think we learn and adapt but this happened fast i think the learning and adapting is going to have to fa happen fast as well yeah 
it'll be interesting. That one, that one's a big story to me. Yeah. Anything else from you? Oh, the only other thing that I had was Taylor Swift. That's a weird ending. It is a weird (laughs) ending. And it was so bizarre to me. So she got named Times, you know, Person of the Year. Mm -hmm. And in my head, like, I I went I listened to a song this morning mm-hmm. and I'm I I just don't get it. I liked her. I like her old. And stuff. and I'm fine with that because I, I there's stuff that I listen to that I'm quite sure that nobody yeah. you know it would make a lot of sense to me that people don't get why you know I listen to it or why it's popular or whatever. But her year, she had the biggest uh, tour ever. Yes. And not only that, the person she surpassed, Elton John. I think he had a billion-dollar tour. It was over, like, multiple years. So far, she passed him in one year. Not even a full year, really. She it started in, like, March big. or something. Mm-hmm. And I had some friends go, and I'm like, I don't know how you can afford to eat after that. Oh, the tickets average, like, 280 dollars average. I, uh, uh. And they go up in the $1,000, <laughs> you know, range. She has 26 billion streams on Spotify, She's got a movie that came out based on her tour that made two hundred and fifty million from the movie. Yeah, she has four top ten albums right now, six oh in the top gosh. twenty. She has uh, she set like attendance records. It, it, she was named like honorary mayor, and they renamed a city like Swifty uh, Claris. They renamed Santa Clara Swifty Clara for a day because of Taylor Swift. That's dumb. <laughs> She supposedly they're saying that her tour has brought in like five billion dollars of economic stimulus from so, her tour. I don't love Taylor Swift, but I also think she's a great person. And I think if this is gonna happen to someone, I'm okay that it that it's somebody like this instead of like some grossy, like grassy weirdo. But I just am like, this does blow my mind. It like, blows my mind. Huge. She's she's super huge right now. Mm-hmm. Like and, honestly, and I don't know if be. there's anybody else. She shouldn't be this huge right now. I don't she's get it. Twenty but... years into her career. Yeah. And, and, yeah. But. But good for her. Good for her. Yeah. And the, yeah, like I said, there's so much that I don't get. But I just thought it was so bizarre that all of a sudden you got. Taylor Swift is the person of the year, and the, and I can't figure it out. So I go look into it, and I'm like, okay, yeah. I get it. Good for you, Taylor. Yeah, way to go. Way to go. Like, seriously, very, I don't know that anybody's ever put these sort of numbers up on the music, or, you know, or entertainment yeah. industry. Don't you think that would be so lonely to be so on top that nobody, nobody, like, you're always somebody's. Ooh, look at this. Look at my friend kind of a thing. Like, don't you think that'd be so sad? Maybe. I think I I think a billion dollars help you get over it. But like <laughs> it is weird cuz I you know, I I'm watching football and all of a sudden so she starts seeing this football yeah. player, which a lot of people are just like, yeah, this isn't a real thing. This is I hope it's real. I hope she I don't care one way or the other. What I figure is that I when you're Taylor happy, Swift trying to get in any sort of relationship is probably insane because it always has been already and now she's even bigger than she's ever been because my guess is as far as like stalker people and whatever else goes like her most of that billion she made is on security yeah she's got (laughs) to have like constant you know security and Mm -hmm. like trying to find somebody so now she's seeing this big 
you know, football star who's probably the best, you know, tight end in, you know, NFL history is on the he? biggest team. I didn't know that. I don't. I mean, not really the big, it's the Kansas City Chiefs, and they've done really well. Really well the last, like, four or five years. And, yeah. And, and so Tra- a lot of people Travis kind of think Kelsey? it's fake. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe I remembered that name. Travis Kelsey. <laughs> And and so Taylor a lot Kelsey. of people are have like all these conspiracy theories around it because they just feel like it's not a real relationship. It and, feels like a weird relationship. And I just think she can't have a real she, relationship. Mm-hmm. If she had a real relationship, you would have no idea who she's seeing. And doesn't that sound sad too? Yeah, that's the I part that gets me. I think about that actually me. with the Kardashians. Is I'm like, good guess. Just give them a really ugly nice guy and let them have a good life. <laughs> <laughs> Those poor women who keep picking these. Famous douchebags. But I think, see, and I'm one of those people that think, yeah, they do that on purpose because that keeps them on TV. I think they're too old now. I think it makes them sad now. I can see that. Uh-huh. But honestly, I, I just think, think you, you did first. this on purpose. You did this yeah. to yourself to make millions of dollars. And so my, mm-hmm. I don't know, compassion level is not the, the same. Mine is big. I have a lot of compassion for them for some reason. See, and I don't. But But like for <laughs> me, I think Taylor Swift, you know, is different. Like she yeah. was out there singing, doing whatever, and not like with the Kardashians. I think that's how they make their money. Is they're like, hey, we're going to show you this backside of our life like or tons whatever. Tons of companies that they run. Oh, I believe it, but uh-huh. but it's true. But it's when true. you're like, okay, we're going to have our different. keeping up with the Kardashians, and we're, we'll have our real life, you know, broadcast on TV. You kind of deserve that I, scrutiny. I, but when yeah. you're like, I just want to sing and perform, and you can't do anything without. Scotland, she started like, when she was so young. Taylor yeah, I don't Swift even know so when she started. She was a teenager. She to say, like, I, I think it might have been like junior high. Like I think she's 1989 because I think that's one of her album names or something. I think that's something. the year she was born. Oh, was it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say. That is not when she started, sir. That was, that was one of the album <laughs> names because she just re-released. Like one of the things she's done, I guess, is she's yeah. re-releasing a bunch of stuff because she wants it under her yeah. name and under her property or whatever mm-hmm. like she wants to own it which i don't blame her but no. it is always funny to me that these billionaires, billionaires are kind of like, like oh these people are ripping me off oh i'm sorry for you you could have had more billions can you afford your groceries i know and your gasoline uh, oh you don't even use your own car but at the same time you know like i do think yeah it's her stuff yeah. i i can see why she wants I it but yeah that one just surprised me that's why she has number four Top ten albums right now. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, yeah, and it it's just a super bizarre year overall. It was a weird year, and every time the year ends, I think, "Come on, next year, let's have a good one." So I'm gonna do that this year. Come All on, right, 2024. What are the odds? Thirty percent. Thirty percent that we'll have a better <laughs> 2024 than 2023. Yes, because I think. You know, I'm still all on that balloon. I'm still all on the weird international relations. But I think there's still a chance for a nosedive. See, and, and I think that the politics thing in 2024 is going to get so ugly and nasty. The presidential race. You got too. the presidential election, and everybody in the world is going to say, you know, this is the biggest thing in the history mm-hmm. of the U.S. This is the year, which will, you know, they've been saying, you know. Multiple years now, but it, it's going to get ugly and it's going to get crazy. And 
hopefully um, it's yeah. mostly just like rhetoric yeah. and uh, stays <laughs> stuff verbal. Doesn't ruin our economy like things have in the past. That's another weirdo. Ugh. Just what a weird set of years this has been. Yeah. Yeah. So here's to 2024. Let's hope it's a good one. Let's hope it's a good one. Come on, AI, save us. <laughs> Bye. Bye.